calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. about you are 100% if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going 1 Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't get that. Can you just repeat that for me? Okay, listen carefully. Notion is water-based. As much of that as you want, don't matter. It's water-based. The cream, that's all base. you hear me? all base. What the hell do you? Okay, so lotion, I go crazy. Yeah. Do what I want, all over. Now, what's the story with cream again? Raindrops, drop tops, bankrolls on me, keep me company. We did the most pull up in ghosts. Dabbing on them like the usual. I'm young and rich. Plus, I'm Gucci. Shireen, don't like it. I'm not. The last show I had was in Atlanta. A travel agent made a mistake and booked me in a bad part of Atlanta called Atlanta. Our feature presentation. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on the bangs like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Are we the, uh, in that case, are we the players that play? Yeah. I mean, That's not, us, right? We're not yeah. players, though. No, but not... I mean, come on. Oh, we're play us. We're yeah. play us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I had Waffle House yesterday, so I am technically a player. Okay. <laughs> so we're play us, play it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I My like it. Uh -huh. Hey, kids. How's Hello. everybody? Hello. Allie, can you hear? Oh, uh, I can. Now it's it's way too low. Yeah, mine's a little low, yeah. too, actually. Yes. We're, we're, it's right, it's good. Yeah. A, yeah. We're, we're way uh, ahead. A little bit more. If you guys can keep talking so I can... We're way ahead of uh, where we were yesterday, It's not though, changing so. anything. So up a little more. Okay. Up a little more. When do we go live? I don't think... Not, not for six. a bit. Yeah, not, not for a bit. It's not doing anything now. This is day uh, two Weird. from Hotland. Okay, that's it. That's mine. Perfect. And, um, yeah. I like when she says, keep talking so that I can figure this out, and then she keeps talking. <laughs> when do I tell you guys that I'm only hearing out of one ear? Oh, um, after we go off the right, first. <laughs> and, and mine is way too low, but I, it's it's fine for now. Yeah. All right, so we're in Atlanta, and uh, I, have a th I want to get to a thing, but, oh, hang on. Note from Chip here. Drops are way hot. Okay, so mm -hmm. let's turn that down a little bit. Um, I think Kevin would have heard that, but he, he was trying to decipher Allie's wildly gesturing <laughs> movements during I, the open, I so he wasn't hearing how, how disturbing it was. I couldn't even put my headphones on because it was so loud that I was hearing it like from them in my lap. Gotcha. So Good now. A, great. Okay. Great now. Um, what did everybody do last night? Party? <sighs> What did everybody do? Allie, did you go out? I mean, do I have glitter on my face? You do? Right? Know what I'm saying? Magic City, baby. Yeah, a little bit of a motorboat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was asleep by 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jensen? I went to the Vortex with a few of the team. Oh, uh, didn't one of the Kevin and Bean listeners recommend the Vortex? That's right. They told us about the wood phallus item that's in the front when oh, you right. walk in. We Why was that there? I think it's a sign of good luck in many cultures. 
in American culture? Nope, nope, okay. nope, none of those. Uh, we were creeped out by uh, being allowed to smoke at the bar. Something we haven't seen in quite some time. I didn't know there was a place in America where you could still smoke in a bar. Yeah, you could. I don't know how they got away with it, but it, even in the menu it says, yeah, you can smoke at the bar, go over there. And then we watched a dude just light up. I was like, I have not seen that in like a decade. Are we living in the Confederacy? What's going on down here? <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but it was a very odd sight to see. Um, and the bar was cool. Food Very was good. good. Yeah. Food's great. It's definitely like a, a like a well known kind of you know yeah touristy local place. Now Ke- the Kevin that I uh, know that I used to go uh, traveling with would have stumbled back into the hotel around four or five a.m. By the way, we don't know if he didn't do that. I mean, he could have well, done how that. How dare you? He did tell us at the hotel this morning that he watched three episodes of Locked Up Abroad last night. <laughs> did you guys watch that show, Locked Up Abroad? It's so, amazing. Oh, my God. I sense yeah. that's what he was doing instead. There was this girl who was like 19, and she had a really bad home life, so she started learning to dance. And then she got hired in Thailand, so she goes to Thailand. And then a guy tries to send her to Paris, and she's got drugs in her bag that he planted, and she didn't know. She was in prison for five years. Oh, my God. In Thailand. Have you guys seen that show? I, I haven't. It's so good. There was another guy who got caught kidnapped in Colombia for five, I think it was six years, that he was literally being held captive waiting to trade for somebody. Wow. And they tell the story. Yeah. Have you a, ever, am I the only one that's seen oh, it? Oh, I've seen Allie's it. Seen no, it. We've great. all seen it. Oh, yeah. Locked Up Raw is right. great. Yeah. Locked Up Raw is great, too. Do you know that one? I do know that it's one, like, yeah. In, you know, like in, uh, footage you haven't seen yet? I don't know why this is, but I always watch Locked Up Abroad when I'm traveling. Okay. And I never watch it at home. I know people that always watch Datelines or Law and Orders when they travel. Like that because they're A, always on, so that's what they watch in Oh, hotels. that could be. Yeah, that's weird. Interesting. Oh, I so can't... It's like a choose your own adventure for how you're gonna die on, on your trip. I point. cannot remember the last time I turned on my television in any hotel room I've ever stayed at. Like literally have not have never turned it on. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, internet. Just spend your time huffing. <laughs> and huffing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We have a uh, huge program today, but let me get started with this. If we have, do we have time? We have time sure. for the thing, right? Uh, Jensen, thank you for tipping me off to this. Um, no, this my, is, my Google alert finally paid off. His name is Dwayne Johnson. He's from Surlis, Minnesota. The rock. He called nine one one around noon a few days ago to report the sad news that his uh, longtime wife Deborah had passed away. She was sixty nine years old. She had died. Nice. Oh, well, no, it tur- <laughs> no nice. not nice. Okay. It, it turned out that Deborah had been very, very sick, and she had been in a nursing home. And this was one of those sad situations where it was the, an end of life decision. And she said, "Look, I don't want to die here in a nursing home. Just take me home, and I'll stop taking my medicine, and I'll be gone in a couple of days." Yeah. So that's what Dwayne did. Well, they decided to go out with a bang. They spent the last few hours of her life having sex. Okay. Listening to Quiet Riot. All right. And both trying methamphetamines for the first time. (laughs) Come on, feel the noise. Yes. That's fantastic. What? I'm going to now show you Mr. Johnson's mugshot. Oh, no. my God, no. he's 100. He's, yeah. uh, no. I think he's actually 58. He Kevin. looks, what? He's 58. He <laughs> looks 100. Well, that wasn't his first go-round with yeah. that. That's he what looks, we're saying. Right. He looks like the old man in the Magic Mountain commercial. He does, yes. <laughs> oh, that's oh a guy. Gosh, but, with, yes. but with no teeth. No teeth. That's yeah. exactly <gasps> what he looks like. So officers arrived at the couple's home, wow. and they found the words, Death Parade God Hell, 
Spray. They're so metal. I, I do. I do think parade was spelled wrong. It was. It was spray, uh, spelled party. Yeah. Uh, P a r d. Uh, Death parade. God hell. Spray painted on the front door. Wow. A naked Mr. Johnson allegedly ran outside. Told the police, "Yes, my wife is dead." I called nine one one, but then ran back inside to take a bath. He was later found in the bathtub hallucinating and trying to wash white and black things from his skin, he said mm. to deputies. We've all been there. Oh, no. His wife's body was found wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs. By the way, if you're the police, don't you at that point just go, look, we're going to be back in 15 minutes. Take care of business however you want. Get right. yourself together, sir. <laughs> or, you know, join your wife. Either he, way. He, uh, like I said, they, they, she stopped taking her medicine. She started to have seizures, but they spent their final hours having sex, listening to Quiet Riot. They tried the meth. He said he waited several hours to call 911 because he wanted to make sure that she was dead. An unfortunate uh, uh, P.S. on the story is a search of the home turned up four rifles, two shotguns, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition of several mm-hmm. varieties which were allegedly stolen. Wow. Which is weird. So he has been charged with criminal neglect and felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. But I'm going to say... Nothing for the math. And if I'm the judge, I just go look. Let him go. Let him go. Agree. I mean, romantic as hell, man. At yes. first, I was like super romantic, and then I saw his picture, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. he just really wanted to do math. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, I mean, don't we all want someone who loves us the way Dwayne loved his? I wife? don't know because I'm not positive what happened there. <laughs> You're not buying his story. I'm not positive. Look at his face. Well, yeah, that that dude that has, is a has troubled... been doing math for thirty years. Yeah, correct. He, does, he sure doesn't look fifty-eight. You think Dwayne Johnson has done The Rock before? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, right. because oh, Thank file, you. file. <laughs> Thank you. But the sex in the Quiet Riot, man, that's how you want to go. That's well done. I say well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I don't give a hoot. Uh, we're going to talk to Rich Eisen just after six. He's a uh, audience network NFL broadcast legend. I, I would say is fair yeah. to say, right? Correct. He's the face of the NFL network. Also, in the six o'clock hour, um, we have a TCL TV giveaway, a sixty-five inch TV to give away. Wow! In the six o'clock hour this morning. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, get up on this with Jensen. Yeah, we have a guest coming in. For we have this a guest one. coming in in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Muppets Drop the Mic that was on last night. That's right. Last night, we had the Muppets do Drop the Mic, and it's my favorite battle we've ever done. That's fantastic. Who battled who? Uh, it was Kermit and Pepe <laughs> versus Miss Piggy and Beaker. Oh. When, when hip-hop was created in the parks in the late 70s, this is what they imagined. Does Beaker spit? He flows. You'll <laughs> hear him. Uh, who, who, who was the Twitterverse uh, rooting for? It appears that everyone likes Beaker and Piggy, and that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, we're going to talk to R.J. Bell about how to make money on this weekend, if you were so inclined. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Drew will be on the show as well today. We'll take a break. What a downer Dr. Drew is, by the way. What? Oh, be careful. Super Bowl, a lot of pitfalls. Things can go wrong. Don't overeat. Oh, don't drink too much. Buzzkill? Yeah, let us enjoy the goddamn game, doctor. <laughs> like that old dude. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we'll be take, more like Dwayne. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Kind of like in Atlanta. It's, people are so nice. People are very friendly. They have all these uh, these uh, um, greeters, these yeah ambassadors yeah. for the city in spiffy little outfits, standing on every street corner, and they're just they're waving and they're so smiling. Lovely. And anything I can do for you? Do you need directions? Can I help you? And they're not getting paid. They're all volunteers. Volunteer. They're all volunteers. Yeah. Most of them just say hi. Just yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. People are nice. People really are, nice. People are very friendly. Very friendly. So we may stay, is what I'm saying. But you can go to the Death Cab for Cutie show at the Hollywood Bowl on August, August 11th if you win those tickets from us at 9 a.m. and qualify to see them in Sydney, Australia. Get all the details at KRAC.com. 
Time for what's happening. Here's Allie. Well, this is just for Kevin because I've been doing um, a little bit of research on this. You like Cheetos. Love. You like KFC. Love. KFC is officially testing out its Cheetos chicken sandwich in select cities in the U.S. The company says a sandwich is made by coating a juicy, hand-breaded, extra-crispy chicken filet with special Cheeto sauce and then placing it on a toasted bun with mayo and a layer of crunchy Cheetos. Unreal! Closest location that they're testing it out? Mm -hmm. Greenville, Georgia. Where's that? Thanks for asking. 61.2 miles away. We hop on the US 27. We're there in an hour and six minutes. Wow, that's amazing. That's a great story. Beer mug, you're not coming. Are you in, Kevin? You're asking me if I want to drive an hour and six minutes to try that? Yes. Yes. I I knew you would. Absolutely. (laughs) You don't even have to ask. I feel it's cruel to not take beer mug to bed. Nothing has ever been more beer mug. Right. That's why we don't. Come on, Bean. Heaven on earth. Heaven on Earth. Uh, it's also in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. How far is that? Raleigh, North Carolina. How far is that one? Roanoke, Virginia. Let me know how far that one is. Richmond, Virginia. Can I know how far that one is? I'm going to go to the last one. Listen, I looked up the Georgia one thinking, okay. what if it's super oh. close? And I mean, 61.2 miles. I'd like to go further. Okay. Just so to show you close. that I'm dedicated. That's too okay. close. Okay. Got it. Hey, Jensen, mm-hmm. this one's for you. Oh. I like the title. Fans of The Mass Singer have more... Who sung it? Mysteries coming their way. Yeah, <laughs> like who done it, but who yeah. sung it? That was because something that was made up in the writers' room too. That's what uh, that's what the show is. And you, you weren't able to stop that, Jensen. Tried our hardest. <laughs> tell you that much. Well, Fox has renewed the hit show. It's of course the celebrity singing competition that premiered in South Korea. Huge hit there, and a huge hit here. So huge. USA, yes. USA, mm-hmm. USA. I watched, I don't know, five minutes of it, and it's the dumbest show that you'll ever see. Uh Uh-huh. And I was all in for some reason. I don't know why. Right. (laughs) I don't know what the appeal is, but I loved it. And you said that last night we, uh, we... They, America, you, America, America yeah. got to know the unicorn, who yes. the unicorn was. Yes. And spoiler alert, we're about to tell you who was the unicorn. Nelson Mandela. Oh, my God. That is a surprise. Yeah. What are the chances? <laughs> it was Tori Spelling. Oh, okay. Uh, roughly the same person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they both freed people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, if there's anything that's great out of me getting this Kevin and Bean gig, it's that I probably don't have to go back to Mass Singer season two. So I'm going to want to go back because I love it. Well, and I don't know why. It. I don't have to work on it. Also, okay. he said probably. <laughs> no, no, no. I caught that. I, I probably mean, I'm for sure not doing back. it. He did. <laughs> Just for the record. I mean, that's that's pretty good, though. Is <sighs> so who sung it, mister? I don't... <sighs> Look, there's nothing wrong with some shows just being fun, right? Mm-hmm. Not Absolutely. everything has to be true right. detective, okay? Right. Is it a good show, Jensen? Um, it's immensely It's not for popular. me. It's immensely popular. It's uh-huh. not for me. Uh, and I think that you can get caught up in it. I think You the, get invested yeah, because think, you want to see if you're right. Yeah, you want to see if you're right. You know what yeah. it is? Is they just go all out. It's like, we're going to do this show. We're not going to half-heart it. And right. it's really stupid. Yeah. But, but, I mean, but we're going to really commit. And you go, all right. I mean, I just, I, not for you, though. Definitely not for me. I no. mean, there's so much going on in the world. I don't know that I have the bandwidth in my life to care whether Terry Bradshaw is dressed <laughs> up like a deer. <laughs> and also, the costumes are incredible. Right, but I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Plenty of bandwidth. Okay, right. gotcha. Yeah. Got it. Kevin's got room in that noggin for the mass Singer, <laughs> is what he's saying. Well, as long as Locked Up Abroad isn't on. Wait till the end, though, you guys. You're going you're gonna to die when you see Kevin Spacey take that mask off. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> nothing. Oh. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. 
Guys, uh, coming up, I'm going to tell you why Ashton Kutcher tweeted out his phone number yesterday. Okay, that's odd. I mean, like I I have tweeted things by accident. Sure. Um, you think you're sending a DM. I mean, I've texted people that I think I'm texting No one's else. worse at that than me, but yeah. never a phone number. Yeah, never a phone number. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, some birthdays for you. The lead singer of Mumford & Sons, Marcus Mumford. What a delight. Isn't he a lovely man? He, he is. is. So nice. clever, so lovely. Uh, from SNL, Bobby Moynihan. No longer on SNL, right? Love that dude. No, he's no longer on SNL. He left to do that show, and then it was, like, canceled in three episodes. Correct, yes. Bummer. But he's very talented. He's he'll, very he'll, talented. He'll be, right. he'll be back. He'll yeah. be all right, you guys. Everybody calm down. Okay, calm down, everyone. Uh, Minnie Driver, Carrie Washington, Justin Timberlake, and Portia de Rossi. And that's what's happening. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. We are just a couple of guys among 5,800-plus accredited media people here covering the big game this weekend. Yes, and they're all in the convention center, packed in, table by table, and let me tell two you feet how, away. Let me tell you how desperate people are uh, uh, for who to interview. Because uh, once in a while, like uh, we saw Melvin Gordon walking around yesterday, right. for instance. I mean, that's a huge get. Everybody wants Melvin Gordon. Most people don't get him. That's why Beer Mug ended up being interviewed by radio stations. <laughs> I mean, that's how desperate you are at Radio Row to have somebody to talk to. <laughs> But uh, some of the big guns, guns are there. We're going to try to get our friend Jim Rome on while we're here. Uh, he's down there, of course. Uh, we ran into Rich Eisen yesterday, who, of course, has his own Rich Eisen show on the Audience Network. He's mm -hmm. also, I think, the face of the NFL Network. No one knows more about football than this guy. And uh, it was fascinating to hear. And I guess uh, I guess we'll hear this, uh, this tape we're about to play. Rich has been all Rams all season, right? He has. Radio Row, that's what they call it. We are, uh, how far, Rich Eisen, are we away from the actual stadium where the game will be played? That large building when you walk outside and uh -huh. you see it, that's the stadium where the game's going to be played. That's a great place to hold it. That's the one. That's that <laughs> large, monstrous-looking nest-looking thing. Had to sort of walk around yeah, to get here. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're not far at all, actually. Rich, you were the first hire on camera for NFL Network, True right? True story, yes. How many years ago has that been now? 16. And is there any way to describe yeah, how yeah. much this event has grown in 16 years? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, when we started with the NFL Network, Radio Row was the same thing that you see here. That That's not changed very much, but... The rest of the event has. Uh, Media Day was a sleepy Tuesday afternoon affair where it would be 12 podiums and then uh, just a couple hundred people, maybe. Now it's Monday night to kick off the whole week. Uh, the Pro Bowl used to be in Hawaii the week after. Now it's the week before. Sometimes if it's in a weather-appropriate city in the same city to kick off the Super Bowl. So it's a huge event. Um, and nonstop interviews and nonstop parties that you're going to see that's going to crop up more and more throughout the week. You here. used to have to, tell me if I'm wrong here, I feel like you used to have to kind of stretch for things to do during that two-week break before the Super Bowl, but now the NFL has turned into a 24-7 year-round sport where there's never a shortage of things to talk about. No, and then, you know, uh, this year we had one of the worst blown calls in the history of calls and, and blown calls. Rich, this probably isn't a fair question to ask about the Rams. Is that at all in, in the back of their mind that there's somehow an ass risk on their appearance no, the Super Bowl. God, no. are you kidding me? Because they played well enough to win that game Look, and well when, enough all when season. When the ball went point. through uh, Bill Buckner's legs <laughs> in the 1986 World Series, uh -huh. there was still a Game 7. When Steve Bartman reached out from the crowd in Wrigley Field, there were still... I think somewhere between five and four outs to go in that game. It did not end those games. 
the game was not over. And we saw the week before in Chicago, or two weeks before in Chicago, a game-sealing kick go off two different pieces of metal. Which, what are the odds of that happening? So we do not know, had they called the penalty, which they should have, it was an awful call, it was terrible. We do not know what would have happened on the subsequent snaps of the football. Tony Romo fumbled a snap that caused the Cowboys to lose in Seattle. Who knows if that had happened? We could have had overtime. And when there was overtime, they won the, they won the coin toss, which Brady did in the AFC championship game and didn't give the ball back to the opponent. So every Ram is saying they had a chance to still win the football game. They had to stop. They could have stopped Jared Goff and said they gave up enough yards for a 57-yard field goal to, to force overtime. I mean, and so on and so forth. This is not in the Rams' back of their mind All right, at all. so last question. Sure. Rams-Patriots. Yes. I know you've been asked this a few times. I have. Your thoughts. Okay. Um, there's two ways to do this in my shoes as a lead pipe wielding paid professional <laughs> i can tell you what my thoughts are on the game right now in real time and i could easily be wrong right okay i'm willing to do that no, i think no, no, the rams no, no, are no, going to no, run away with and it. i'm willing to do that too and okay. i don't believe that you're wrong either. you don't believe I, i'm no, wrong you believe, think the rams which is are going to run away with saying it. you're right but i don't know if they were going to run away with it however the other thing that a person in my position can do and it's rare that uh, that you have the ability to do it is if before the season you predicted this exact matchup in the Super Bowl as I did whoa the day after Labor Day whoa on NFL Network how annoying is it that you have to keep telling people that well it's not at all annoying as a matter of fact I don't know if you're aware but before the season I predicted what? the Rams over the Patriots in Super Bowl 53 in this here town and given two mulligan chances on NFL Network on our Thanksgiving show and on our Wild Card Saturday show where we had every opportunity to change out teams and every other analyst on our set took advantage of that because they sucked at predicting preseason, I stuck to it. So I'm now allowed, even if I do think the Patriots could blow the doors off the Rams, I'm allowed as a lead pipe wielding paid professional to say, well... I chose Rams over the Patriots preseason, so I'm going to stick with it right now. Oh, nice. And I don't that have... That way you're not wrong either That way, way I'm not right. wrong. And if I'm wrong, I was right so long <laughs> that I could be excused for being wrong at the last possible moment. He told us so. I mean, he... That's right. He I told it. you. I called, called it. it. I called it. Chizen called Are it. Are you aware that I chose the Rams over the Patriots? I hadn't heard that. <laughs> I heard that from a guy. I chose it. The day after Labor Day, and it came true the day before Martin Luther King Day. That's how long I was right. All right. You're a legend. All right? We said it. You know what? I appreciate on that. On Monday. Is that so tough to say? On Monday. Yes. When the Rams win. Are yes. You gonna... I will go on the Rich Eisen Show, which can be seen from 9 to 12 every single day on audience. And listen, that's no, fine. Um, <laughs> that's where I will say it. Okay. Fair but enough. I will be insufferable. Put together in every a other platform Put that's available to me. I will call into your show. Okay. Make sure everyone um, knows. Okay. I will be, yes. I you'll will say be, what, though? I'm confused. I was right. You were right. Have a, a great week here Thank in Atlanta. You. Appreciate that. Stay you too. warm. I hope it's a great game. You great too. to see you, right? Thank you, Sam. Thank you. You bet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Kevin just posted a uh, photo on his Twitter. I think we retweeted it at Kevin and Bean of me in the studio because it's so rare Mm -hmm. that we're all in the same room at the same time. I haven't seen you guys in a year. Wow. It's been a year since we've been together. I mean, I wrote we've never met. Right. So I'm going with that. (laughs) So we're, uh, you know, everybody who's important with the Kevin and Bean show is here Mm -hmm. uh, in Hotlanta. And I (laughs) I got to tell you, last night, Kevin and I were at uh, Magic City, like Mm -hmm. we do. Right. Making it rain. This beautiful, uh, Venetra was her name, this beautiful stripper was up on stage doing it. She was just shaking that ass. And then out of nowhere... Omar runs from the back of the strip club, mm-hmm. just barreling through tables, jumps up on the stage, and just starts wrestling with her. And I was like, this is so inappropriate that Omar would come and represent us in a city, a great right. city like it. I don't even think he knew what he was doing. I mean, he was messed out or something. He was out of his mind. It was just, it was insane. He did the Tootsie Roll. Do you guys remember the Tootsie <laughs> yeah. Roll? It was weird. It's Atlanta local, which was cool. <laughs> so he's up on stage. You can butt in any time over. No, so he's up on, on stage. I want to see how long you guys could go. <laughs> <laughs> he's up on stage. Oh. Hey, guys, the hey, guys, the hey, guys. Is just hey, like, guys. Hey, Bean. Oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin. Hey, 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 Omar. Security uh, is hold on, Omar, Omar must be chiming in from the other, from the booth. What's going on? I'm here in Los Angeles. I didn't get to go on the trip. Oh, oh, you're not here in Atlanta no, broadcast? I'm not. Oh. So that wasn't you. That wasn't me. Oh. It was just a, as a misunderstanding then, I guess. <laughs> well played. Uh, we are uh, at the Intercom Fine Family of Stations here in Atlanta. And as we arrived yesterday, we were sitting out in the lobby, out in the lobby ready to come in and do our show. And we got a chance to hear a little uh, local Atlanta radio from the Jeff and Jen show on Atlanta Star 94.1. And I, I know how this is Mia. Go ahead. Yeah, I, how is Meowie Oki born? Because it's the okay. most ridiculous yep. thing that we do. Chip. Chip. Basically, Chip. up the goddamn cliff. <laughs> Chip, what are you doing? <laughs> so we're sitting there in the lobby, <laughs> and we're listening. And this happens all the time, I'm sure, with listeners on our show. I, is how is Meowie Oki No, born? not yet. Is <laughs> that they hear something really stupid, and they go, why are these guys doing this? This is the worst idea ever. And I can recap. We sit in a meeting. Somebody throws out the worst idea ever we all laugh and then try to come up with a real one and eventually settle on the stupid one because it's stupid right so you listen to the thing and you go this is terrible radio why are they doing this and then uh, like the mass singer a minute in you're like you know what actually <laughs> i love this you know what this is actually very cool and then by the end of it you're like that's the greatest thing i've ever heard <laughs> and that was what happened to us yesterday listening to jeff and jen and jen because we heard them doing a bit called um Oki. yes and yes. here they are explaining how it works i how was Oki born because it's the most ridiculous thing that we do it's basically <laughs> singing along the songs but instead of instead of singing the words or like you know the mumble that everybody does when they pretend to know the words you just meow. Yeah, that's it. That, that's, that's the bit. That's the bit. <laughs> right. Okay. So we thought, hey, if they can do it, we can do it. We're giving away a TCL 65-inch 6 Series 4K Smart TV right now. It's time to play Kevin and Beans. meow Meow, 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 meow,
Thank you. Thank you, Omar. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Omar. That's enough. If you're on the phone, we're going to do, like a cat would, we're going to sing a TV theme song. Yes. Right. So we're going to meow a television theme song. All you have to do is identify the show. If you're right, you get put on hold. If there's more than one uh, person uh, on hold at the end of the thing, we do a grand prize. Right, there will be. Somebody Somebody <laughs> wins the brand new TCL TV. All right. So uh, who's our first contestant, Kevin? Um, uh, Michael from Pasadena. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. That was quite a setup, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't know if All I right. will be uh, up to the task. So uh, Chip has the wheel. You are going to spin it. Whoever it lands on, that person is required to meow for Michael a television theme song. Go ahead, Chip. All right, here we go. Meow, Yoki. All right, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be Kevin. It is yeah. Kevin. All right, Michael, I'm going to work with you here. Work with me. Here we go. Ready? You ready? Meow, 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 meow. So good. So good. Michael. Come on, Michael. Hawaii 5 Yeah! Right, I was dead on. Dead on. No, that was perfect. All right, so we've got one on hold. Who's our next contestant? Manny in Montebello. Good morning. Good morning, party people. Here we go. All right, Manny, go ahead and uh, uh, hang on. Chip is going to spin here. Find out who's going to be doing your song. It's Meowie Oki on the Kevin and Bean Show. Meowie Oki. It is <laughs> Allie. Oh, oh. All right. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Natty, okay. Oh, my God. Your eyes bug out. Oh, my God. What do you think there, Betty? The Big Bang Theory? Oh. Let's play a little bit of it. Oh, my God. All right. Remember the clapping? <laughs> Remember that? All right, one and uh, one. Who's our next contestant, right. please? Leonard in Ontario. Good morning. Welcome to the Kevin and Beach Show. Bong bong. Bong bong to you as well. Meowie Yoki. Yes, thank you, Omar. Let's see who's going to be meowing for you. All right, Leonard, you get Jensen. Oh. Jensen. All right, I got to lick my hands to get in the mood. <laughs> All right, here we go. Meow, That's fine. What uh, what famous uh, TV theme is it? Yes, it is. That's certainly one. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. We weren't sure we'd have more than one winner, but so far it's going all right. Two out of three, only one lost. Thanks, Jeff and Jan. Let's go to who is next? Gabriel? Gabriel. Gabriel. Hi, from Mahalo. All right, let's spin. Find out who's going to be 
cat matchup. Whoa, good spin. Thank Jen. you. Oh, man, you get Dave. No. no. So Make it good. Yeah. Make oh, it man. easy. All right. All right, Gabrielle, let's do this. Meow, 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 that's that's fine, Dave. Thank you. Thank I'll you. To be honest, so, that's pretty good. Somebody stepped on the cat's tail. That's pretty good there. if that's you're looking good? at the answer. I don't. It's good if you're it, looking it at is. the answer, but Gabrielle is not. What do you got? Google. Right. <laughs> Take a guess if you don't know. Um, Any guess? I Any TV know. show? Just name oh what you gosh, say. A TV um, show. Just name one show. Wait a <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Family Guy. It was oh, game. Family Guy. Family Guy. Good guess. No way. What is it? Game of Thrones. It? It's Game of Thrones. Oh, game of Thrones. Oh, all right. Thank you for playing. Sorry about that. Get HBO. All right. Let's do. <laughs> I think one more is all we have time for. Monique in Ontario. Good morning. Good morning. We only have two people qualified for a 65-inch TV. So, Monique, how have you been doing playing on hold listening to the other contestants? I've been cracking up because they're hilarious. <laughs> okay. Well, see how you do. All right, Chip. Uh, all right, you're be, uh, you got Bean. Bean, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I've been mocking everyone else. Now let's see if I can do this. Sorry, Monique. All right, Monique, here we go. Uh, wait, okay. how does it go? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no. here we go. Here we go. Meow, 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 Awesome. I mean, that was pretty strong. Amazing. What do you think? What do you think? Mission Impossible. Oh! SWAT. We were looking for SWAT. Oh. I thought with the movie that came out a couple years ago, that might be fresh in your... Mm. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Who's, uh, who's in the drawing So we have here? Leonard and Michael. All right. And Dave, I think you are doing the grand prize drawing to find out who wins the TCL 65-inch 6 Series 4K Smart TV from TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. The winner is Michael. 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 Ah, oh, he was my guy. How about that? How about that? See how that works. Kevin, you did Michael. awesome. Thank, Thank you, you and you did awesome as well. Thank you for playing Meowyoki. Meow, 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 Meowyoki. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen. Yes. It's Thursday. Uh-huh. It's time to get up on this. Get up, get on up. 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 On this. Listen, there are only so many SoundCloud rappers I can find while Googling 19 years old mixtape late at night and in atlanta i was very excited that i had a friend in town okay working over at a radio show uh but also an event that i want to get you up on okay adam ferrone aka roan came to visit hey roan yes 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 yes. how are you barstool sports uh i think first we should get into one thing which is that they're highly in the news this weekend agree because you guys can't you have a serious show on serious radio right and you normally would be recording from radio row but we are banned from Radio Row. We are not allowed to even. Congrats. I mean, you guys are off Radio that Row. you've done something. Well, we're allowed on. We okay. just decided, <laughs> we decided to come into the glorious building that you're but in. But wait, they'll give 
anybody credentials for Radio Row. Apparently, if you say some bad things about Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, they are they'll get a little bit unhappy with you and we've what? been banned from Radio Row. Is this all because of Stool Presidente? This is mostly because of Stool Presidente. Can you explain explain that? what this is? So uh uh Barstool Sports is a Boston-based media company. Which I love, too. So, so they, they love the Patriots. They're obsessed with the Patriots. And a couple years ago, the Patriots got in a little bit of trouble with the NFL over Deflategate. And Roger Goodell suspended Tom Brady for four games. Right. And this incensed the guy who came up with Barstool Sports. <laughs> he was furious. In between eating pizza slices. <laughs> he also he, got mad at this. He handcuffed himself with four other Patriots fans in the lobby of the NFL <laughs> headquarters in New York. They were arrested. They were thrown in jail, and they've made like maybe a hundred thousand clown shirts with Roger Goodell wearing a clown nose on them <laughs> that they give out at Patriot games. People wave them in Roger Goodell's face, and because of that, for now the third year in a row, we're banned from Radio Row. Roger Goodell wants now, nothing to do with and us. And now they they snuck him in to Media Day the other day. They mm-hmm. snuck in the, the the president, the owner of the company. They caught him, arrested him. Oh my god! Locked him out and. Was questioned by the FBI. Oh my and now, gosh! And now the entire company is no longer allowed to go to the Super Bowl. They're banned from right. the stadium, even to go that's, to the stadium. That's exceptional. But here's what I, here's my <laughs> question for you. I mean, look, it was a very creative way that you that you and your team kind of fought back at uh, at uh, you know Goodell's policies, but. Does he have that thin a skin that he can't take? Forget take. Yes. Expect criticism <laughs> yes. when he's running the NFL. Yes. He has he to does. expect he won't, that there are going to be people. He, he won't even admit to concussions. And yeah. that's been proven over <laughs> and over again. So well, imagine. it wasn't until yesterday that he addressed maybe the worst no Ka- call. Oh, oh, that uh, too. The worst no call in the history of the league. And it took him how many, two weeks to even come out and say something until yesterday about yeah. it. Yeah. He he uh, he couldn't have handled this worse. If he had just let Barstool sneak into the media day and ask their silly questions, among the throngs of other people who are asking equally silly questions, exactly. then it would have been fine. Yeah, but you're not going to do anything dumber than Guillermo is going to be doing for Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel Live. No. Exactly. <laughs> but then he put a huge spotlight on it by making us public enemy number one. And um, did you guys notice yesterday that Sean Payton was wearing that shirt in an interview? I was like, oh, Yeah, un- underneath a button-up, he's wearing a shirt that That's looks sweet. like the Goodell clown shirt. It That's is pretty Which sweet. is pretty great. But what I have him in here for, okay. beyond that. That wasn't it. No. Right. Is it an event that's happening here in Atlanta on on Friday night? On Friday night. On Friday yes. night. But it has taken the nation by storm. It started off as something local, and Barstool bought into it because they love the company so much, and it's called Rough and Rowdy. Oh, I've heard about that. And Adam, why don't you tell people about it? So Rough and Rowdy is a hick boxing competition that started in West Virginia maybe about 10 years ago. It started off as a strongman competition, but it got bigger and kind of more vile and it attracted more <laughs> hicks and it's a guy of the this underbelly is, like, is this like bum fights it is it's not exactly bum fights okay. because it's sanctioned and and people are getting paid for it people are wearing gloves but it is i mean these are people who are settling like personal grievances that they have oh, against one another yeah it's vendettas and they're all from west virginia so no offense to people from west virginia but a lot of them have slept with their sisters and uh <laughs> it, it's oh, no offense taken <laughs> 
they admit to it, and that's why they have to settle some of these beefs. Sometimes it's two brothers who are fighting over their own sister. Oh my but gosh. They, it is it that's is, a great fight right there. It, it's incredible. Tell, tell them about some of the, the the highlights, the people who've come through, like the milkman. So we have the the milkman that's come through. The raccoon boy has come through. <laughs> Shizat the Rizat has come through. We've had Vito the torpedo, the four hundred fifty pound knockout artist. Jessina the plus size cam girl. There's just no stop of of some of the the most bizarre people who is like if you saw them on like a Faces of Walmart Twitter account or something, you'd be like, that's a little bit too much. Like someone might be making this character it's too on the nose. It's too. It's almost. It's way too on the nose. But yeah. it's been blowing up. And How it, can I see this? So it's it's a pay per view all the time. You just have to sign up basically. Right. Buy rnr.com. It's about ten bucks for four hours of entertainment. And over the last uh, the couple fights, we've been getting like big announced like Bill Burr has announced the last couple fights with Is that us. right? So it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And like they they for example they'll have like a, a there's a parole officer and he'll fight a guy who just got out of jail. <laughs> like it's <laughs> insane. So you, mentioned, you mentioned uh, that they have uh, they wear gloves. Are, are there rules? Oh, it's the, a boxing it's match. It's a sanctioned oh, it's boxing a sanctioned, match. Yeah, boxing sanctioned rules. boxing okay. match. And also on top of that this was made by a guy who was like uh, uh tried to become a professional fighter didn't work out cuz he injured himself, got into real estate and his wife was like you're not happy figure out a way to do this and over like a 10 year period he created this sort of like uh rural hick boxing league that's now taking off but he's been doing it forever i'm sure roger goodell is also very happy about you bringing that to the super bowl city <laughs> right more <laughs> hick boxing well, that really classic so this event so, delighted that you've added that to the uh, to the entertainment so people who want to watch on uh on friday night what what are some of the matches so uh the beauty of the fact that Barstool owns this is that sometimes we have intra-office brawls that we can just Sweet. settle. Have so you if, ever fought? I've never fought All because right. I do some of the, the announcing oh, ringside, okay. so right. I, I luckily am not going to throw myself into a ring. Obviously, and I'm in terrible shape. you look like you shape. weigh about 110. Yeah, I, I'm not in great shape. <laughs> uh, I think that I, it wouldn't be a quick fight unless they paired me up against someone in equally bad shape. Like, like a, a kid. 12 yeah, year old a girl. child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a very young child. <laughs> I would pay to see armless. you fight a kid. Hell yeah. <laughs> A young child, maybe armless. I don't know. <laughs> maybe one arm. Kid I don't can't know. have arms. I don't know. Yeah. So there's an inner office brawl. So we have we have Marty Mush from Long Island, uh, who is the the worst gambler that the world has ever seen. Okay, and he's fighting against someone from our accounting department. This guy named Matt Brown, who just absolutely hates him. He makes fun of him every day, and he's like, you know what? Let's fight at Rough and Rowdy. Like, let's just get this out of the way at That's Rough and Rowdy. Fantastic. Like. The nature of this being in West Virginia, like sometimes we'll even run into some people who have kind of archaic ways of thinking, like even some homophobic guys. Mm. And so we're like, okay, if you're homophobic, like let's put you up against one of the gay guys in our office. So we had a match at the last Rough and Rowdy. It was called Pride versus Prejudice. And <laughs> nice. Genius. And, and, and Genius. I, it, it was a beautiful match, and our guy from our office, he took care of business. He kicked he, his ass. He That's kicked awesome. his ass. It so was beautiful. How do people sign up for Friday night? Tell them again. It's by R&R. RNRtheletters.com. Buy RNR.com. It's cheap. It's incredible entertainment. You're going to have a, a blast. You're, yeah. you're going to enjoy it. I'm I'm a little bit upset that you guys are leaving town. Same. Because I would love for you to see it live. It's the best sporting event I've ever been to. I'm not just saying that because I'm part of it. I'm genuinely excited just to watch it oh. and be ringside. And guys, that is my get up on this. <laughs> get up, get on up on this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Drink all day, play all night. 
Let's get it popping. I'm in Atlanta. Trick, drink all day. Play all night. Let's get it popping. I'm in Atlanta. Trick. That's seamless. <laughs> the new theme song. You can't tell, right? Uh-uh. Kevin Bean broadcasting live from Atlanta. It's in Georgia, don't you know? And um, was it the... Was it the last time you were here, Kevin? Have you not been back since your your secret shame? Um, yeah, I don't think so. Wow, I don't think I've been back since 1996. We uh, that's a long time. Yeah. We we thought it would be fun to have Kevin recount one of the many many things that he's uh, still uh, embarrassed and ashamed about that he did, uh, and then invite your phone calls on the same topic at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You did a thing, and you kind of knew it was a bad idea, or you knew it was wrong at the time, but you thought, uh, ah, I'll get over it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it stuck with you for the rest of your life, and you still wish you could go back and have a do over. Yeah, and I. Yeah. I think that's what I think we all have those things. Oh yes, sure. I know I have plenty of regrets. Mm-hmm. So we'll take calls in a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you about 1996 is when the Olympics were in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I was flying here on a I believe Saturday morning to cover the Olympics, and on I believe the Friday night before, the you guys remember the bomb in a backpack that went off in Centennial Park? Yes, sure. mm-hmm. it was in a little backpack, and it went off in Centennial Park, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's terrorism! What do we do? What do we do?" And I was calling people and going, "Are we?" Still going to Atlanta? Like, I mean, it happening? was the biggest story in the world because there was a thought that there was some sort of legitimate terrorist threat against the Olympics and that was it even safe to hold the game? Right. Yeah. And every country has people here. So every country has media here covering their own athletes. So it was just a worldwide story. So flew here on Saturday and started hearing rumors about a security guard. And the security guard's name was Richard Jewell. And he became a person of interest for some reason. Yes. Right? Yeah, the bomb did kill someone. I don't remember that. Yeah, it like injured like eleven uh, and, and killed someone. Okay. Um. So anyway, somebody mentioned seeing this security guard with a backpack, and then they all just started running with it. Everybody was super paranoid about what was going on, so they all started running with it. And Richard Jewell was the one person they were looking at. Like this is the guy. So um, we found out where he lived. <coughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and the only thing that's maybe a saving grace for me is that there were hundreds of cameras of other bad people yes. who, who had jumped to the conclusion that this guy was guilty not 50 hundreds yeah. i mean it was crazy looking seeing all the world's media outside of an apartment complex now was he out. was he in custody or was no. he he was in his house he was in his apartment going yeah. what and by the way spoiler alert he ended up having nothing to do it with it. It wasn't right? him. It wasn't him no. at all. He, right. I was completely innocent, just wrong guy, wrong time. So imagine what it's like for him to be sitting in his house in Georgia going, hey, what are all these people doing in my yard? <laughs> it's crazy. And so um, we went there and started, uh, look, <laughs> look, Richard Jewell was sort of fat. <laughs> okay. He wasn't even obese. He was just kind of fat. He was just sort of fat. Yeah. Um, and we made, I don't know, a thousand fat jokes. To Talking about other his, people that were there? Uh, people that were living in the apartment complex. We would ask them if... if oh, you were they, interviewing people. We were interviewing okay. them. Okay. You're trying hey. to get background on Richard yeah. Jewell. Yeah. Hey, have you ever seen Richard eat one of the kids in the neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> it felt really... Oh. It was funny and horrible at the same time. I'm ashamed of you. Same. I really am. Same. Um, so we asked questions like that. We said, is his car fat? We just... we uh, there, there was <laughs> no car fat? There was no fat joke that went unturned but we probably spent four hours there making fat jokes oh, and then 
it uh, it wasn't it wasn't him. Shame. So shame. 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 Now I look shame. Back. All right. Shame. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Now I look back on it and I go, what an ass I was. Right. But I did love some of those fat jokes. But anyway, I do regret that. At the time you thought, well, first of all, he's a terrorist. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah, first of all. And second Wrong. of all, he's actually kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I going to focus on? I'll focus on the fat. Do you I, think, that was my thing. Do you think you'll have a cameo in American Nightmare, the story of Richard Jewell? Where, <laughs> where, a real movie being made. Is that where, right? Where Jonah Hill plays Richard <gasps> Jewell. And Leo DiCaprio plays his attorney. No. It's truly something they're making, yeah. Wow, I wonder if I'll be on the yard out in front of his apartment. <laughs> um, by the way, Kevin. I uh, regret that. There are a thousand things in your life that you regret, I'm sure. Oh, of course, yeah. That one sticks with you, though. And especially you have a little PTSD being back here in Atlanta, too. Well, I walked, we walked past Cent we wa Centurion we Park. took our picture in front of the Olympic rings yeah. yesterday. It sort of started freaking me out. What was, what's it called? Centennial? It's sort of, Centurion it's Park. I love you, Centurion. That's my favorite part. That's it? <laughs> Not the fat car? <laughs> so, anyway, so yeah, I do regret that because it wasn't him. If yeah. it was him, I don't think it, I would feel bad. Yeah, Kevin did. legitimately, like his whole body language, everything changed walking through that park. It was super weird. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. really no, felt bad. It. it was super weird. Yeah. I get it. And I also remember like the feeling of weirdness when the bomb, this is 96, this is before all before the 11, yeah. terrorist right. stuff, you know, and, and that was super weird. It was very scary, yeah. yeah. And Jensen, did you tell us yesterday when we were walking around that a bunch of media had to apologize to him or had to pull some... Yeah, a ton. I mean, everyone did. He sued NBC. He sued... A, by the way, he died extremely early from, like, a heart attack. Like, he... he the stress was insane on Not this for guy. being fat? No, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe the fat card did it. <laughs> Too soon? Uh, and so Richard Jewell uh, sues all these networks, and he ends up negotiating an agreement deal with NBC who pays him a ton of money. And one other thing he asked for was to appear on Weekend Update on SNL because it's his favorite show. On Fat Weekend Update. <laughs> no, no, on regular That's a weekend. separate Weekend Update. <laughs> it was during the regular time, you jerk. <laughs> and uh, and basically, he goes up there and does like a comedy bit. I remember because the camera added 100 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's like you never learn. <laughs> Look, I can feel bad about it and still laugh at that joke. No. Uh, well, it's a it's a terrible sketch. Uh, he wrote his own comedy. Oh no, it's not it's not good at all. Norm Macdonald's there trying his hardest to not ruin this man's life more. He uh, was uh, worse at comedy than he was at dieting. <laughs> I mean, all right. So we're gonna take your calls of your secret shame. At 1-800-520-1067. You did something that you thought was funny at the time. At the time, right. And looking back, you go, oh, I was, a, I was an a-hole. I really was. I, I was... have secret shame about a food incident. Really? Which is weird that you're even talking about shame and, can and you, dieting. Can you tell us then? Sure. 1-800-520-1067. Uh, That's the number for your calls. All right, Allie, what's yours? Uh, not so much food as it's um, supposed to be the body of Jesus Christ, the host that you get at your first communion. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it, so I stuck it under the pew. Oh wow, that's a, that's cool, right? That's so much worse than me making fat jokes. My CCD teacher was like, "How did you like the body of Christ?" That's I'm a like, creepy question yeah, to ask a kid in it's that voice. Second grade, and I was like, <laughs> "I can't find JC anywhere." <laughs> uh, they had to stop first communion and search, and they found it stuck under the pew. I'm like, "How did it get there?" <laughs> and I think about it all the time, really, all the time. 
Mm. All right. So your regrets. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Richard Jewell got that by the way. I need it. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your calls next on K Rock. Your chemistry together. It's so terrible that it's brilliant. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Let's take one phone call. We're talking about regrets. Jay in Pasadena. Good morning. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Long time fan. Thank um, you. Thank you for calling. You did it as a young person, and looking back, you wish you had a do over because you still are ashamed of it. What was it? I ended up, uh, I was driving on a day that it was kind of raining, and mm-hmm. um, there were some people walking down the road, and I ended up going closer to be able to try and splash them, and it was a huge puddle that, that got them oh. like so, and then I kept driving. And, uh, oh, felt, my God. I felt bad about it about five or ten minutes later. <laughs> okay, now hold on. Uh, before we get you off the phone, let's take a vote on that. Should he feel bad about that? Yeah, he should. Is that, is yeah. That kind What's of, wrong with you? That's, yeah. it, that's kind of an L.A. thing to do, though, right? No. Isn't that, no. Isn't that sport? You don't have puddles that often? Uh, thank, no. Thank God Bean left 20 years you ago. Take, He's doing take that. advantage of the opportunity. No, I think we're ruling it in you're Jay's favor of feeling bad about it. All right, he so you're saying you should feel bad. Do you yeah. feel better now having gotten it off your chest? Absolutely. Yeah. Is okay. your chest I, fat? I think I tell that story more often than I should. <laughs> all right. Well, the good news is we're going to get like four inches of rain in the next few days. So you got a chance to do it all over again. Thank you for the call, sir. Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. You're just joining us. Kevin told a very tender story about his regrets of making all those tender, tat- like, uh, like a steak, like, like a, a chicken tender, like a pork like a chicken chop. Tender. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ranch? About, about making all of those jokes about the poor man who was falsely accused and tried and convicted in the media for being the Atlanta Olympic bomber. He had nothing to do with it. Yeah. But that didn't stop Kevin from mocking him mercifully. Unmercifully, I guess I should say, Correct, from yes. outside of his house. So we're taking your calls at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. What's the thing you did as a young person that now you feel bad about? Who's up first? Let's start with Patricia on line one in Long Beach. Good morning, Patricia. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Good morning. Okay, so I worked at a grocery store, and uh, when I was nineteen, there was a guy that I wanted to impress, and he had recently had a fiance who had cheated on him. She handed back uh, the engagement ring, and so he said, you know, what am I going to do with it? And I said, here, give it to me, because I'm trying to impress him, and I'm in a check stand behind her uh, one day, and I wear the engagement ring and the wedding band around my neck so it's visible. Oh, wow. I was trying to impress him to show I was this badass, and... Uh, now we have been married almost 24 years. <laughs> it worked! Look at that! What are the chances it worked? Look at what being petty gets you. <laughs> but the but poor, I feel so bad. Yeah, the poor dumped fiancé who went through the line and saw it, though. That must have been a rough day for her. Oh, well, she dumped him. She cheated on him. So I was like, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give okay. her something. Yeah. And she and, killed herself, uh, so she's not even around anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think you should feel bad about that. I think well I, done you. Thank you, Patricia. We appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to line eight and say good morning to Victor in Koreatown. Good morning, Victor. Good morning. Long time uh, listener, first time on air. So Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, we appreciate that. Let's, uh, not, let's not waste this wonderful opportunity. What do you have for us? Yeah, so um, in elementary school, I uh, went to uh, Wilton Place, and they had uh, one of my classes. I was in third grade, and we had uh, two guinea pigs, 
And all the kids loved it, and the teacher too, and they, yeah, they they would feed it all every day, you know. But you know who else loved it? My mom and I. So, not where I thought it was going. You just stole it. So yeah, we basically, um, well, uh, we came up with a plan: put it in my backpack, leave it there during the whole day, and keep in mind we don't keep the backpacks with us. It's not like middle school or high school, so. Uh, keep it in there the whole day and bring it home after. So you stole a guinea pig. Two guinea pigs. Oh, stole two. two. Guinea pigs. <laughs> well, I have to be honest. I, I, you should be ashamed. That's an awful, awful thing to do. But it could have been so much I worse. I was expecting so I was much expecting worse. I thought oh, there was going to be a boa constrictor or yeah. something involved. Oh, I saw them turning them into bacon. Right. That's oh. what I thought. <laughs> yeah. So we ate the guinea pigs. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> but I, no, it doesn't end from? there. See that the thing is. Oh, you know, please let it end there. No, everyone started wondering where were the guinea pigs. And so uh, during uh, lunch, I believe, or recess, one of those times, I think it was lunch. So it was like, you know, more than half of the eggs through already. I left to uh, lunch and they were looking for it and they found it in my backpack and they uh, took it back. Sweet. <laughs> but Why don't they get in? Thief. Oh, so he didn't get away with it. Mm-mm. No, no, he would have if it weren't for those meddling kids. Exactly. Right. All right, Victor, thank you for the <laughs> call. Meddling <sir>. pigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to line uh, three and say good morning to Anthony in Anaheim. I'm uh, sorry, line two, Chip. I apologize. Anthony in uh, Anaheim, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, we got you. No, uh, my uh, heart can't take any more guinea pig stories, though, so please tell me this doesn't have to do with that. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. That was a story. Yes. Okay, yes. okay, so... So this is actually for for my brother. Just talked to him last weekend. This is 20 years ago. Are you guys familiar with the actress that plays Kimmy Gibbler? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So she went to our church. So she went to our church, and my brother, unbeknownst to him, that it was Kimmy Gibbler, the, the, you know, Andrea Barber, the actress, goes, hey, you know who you look like? You look like that girl from Full House, Kimmy Gibbler. She's like, oh, huh, thanks, and just brushed it off. Later, my brother found out that it really was her. Felt like an ass. Um, sees the later in college group. Luckily, she didn't remember. But he's like, "Oh, I felt like such a dork." Uh, as someone who has a wife who <laughs> right? is easily recognizable, please tell your brother it happens every day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> literally, someone asks my wife if, if if people tell her she looks like Topanga every day. Yeah. So let your brother know he should not yeah, be embarrassed at all. He's off the hook. That yeah. was just an honest mistake. I mean, there's no malice involved there. Yeah. No problem with that one. All right, do we have time for Thank one? Thank you, Riley. I have time for, let's try and squeeze in two more. Let's go to okay. line six. He's like, I can't tell my brother he killed himself after <laughs> t- finding out. Dwayne is calling from Pasadena. Good morning, Dwayne. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. First time caller, long time listener. How did hey, this topic uh, get all of these people to finally pick up the phone? Because <laughs> we're all a-holes. You know, okay. I've always been trying, but I have never been able to get on the air. It's like winning the lottery. Okay. All right. Well, what did you do? So, I don't know if you ever watched the show uh, Top Gear, the BBC sure. one. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Kimmy that Gibbler. Was... <laughs> exactly. They always talked about how uh, doing handbrake turns would impress girls. And at 16 years old, my parents got me a... 95 Mercedes E320, and I thought it would be a genius idea to try to do a handbrake turn in that. Long story short, I ended up on the curb and totaled my car. Oh, oh dude. No. Wow. And I'm sorry, you were how old? 16. 16. Yeah, that still that still stings. Wow. That, that one hurts, man. All right, Dwayne, thank yeah. you. Uh, let's go to line four. We have time for one more. Let's make it Eddie in Monrovia. Uh, I'm sorry, Mon- I, don't, I can't see what it says. 
Monrovia? Where are you, Eddie? Monrovia. Okay, hey. good. Fantastic. You're our final call. What happened? So I went to a friend's funeral uh, for, I'm sorry, a friend's relative's funeral uh, okay. back when I was like 15 or 16. Um, and there was an awkward pause in the uh, in the ceremony, I guess. I guess oh, that's yeah, in the conversation uh, that the priest was saying. And mm-hmm. so um, I thought it was the end of the funeral. So mm-hmm. I nervously yelled out, well, that's all, folks, just like Porky Pig did at the end of the uh, <laughs> cartoon. He yelled out, that's all, folks, at a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would make any funeral better. Why not let people walk out smiling? Good job. I'm Thank so you, funny. Eddie. Thanks. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You're Kevin and Bean. When I was four years old, I closed the closet door on my sister's fingers intentionally oh no and cut off the tip of her ring finger (gasps) oh man while we joke about it uh now i do carry a bit of regret about the situation especially anytime she starts to date someone new and i ask her if they've seen how janky her ring finger is if they want to consider marrying her (laughs) wow (laughs) it's a listener named chip So all chips are evil. I think so. Is what yes, I yes, think. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. uh, we have we do have an interview from uh, Radio Row from yesterday with our uh, with our good friend um, Rich Eisen. Yes. <laughs> wow. Rich Very Eisen. good friend. Wow. <laughs> who, who we love so much, we'll never forget his name. Why did I jump in and say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Coming up right after the top of the hour, and then highlights from last night's Drop the Mic. Yes. <gasps> show that Jensen works on as yep. one of the producers and writers. You will like it. Had the Muppets on last night. Yes. Battle rapping. Mm-hmm. So that's a great half hour straight ahead. First, Allie, what's happening? I remember when they were about to book it, and Jensen said, I think we're about to book your dream come true. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then he's like, it's the Muppets. I'm like, oh my God, it is my dream come true. (laughs) And they kind of rap well, guys. I cannot wait to hear that. Uh, Guys, what are you doing, Ariana Grande? Yeah. a, A tattoo, first of all, tattoo on your palm. Which is extremely painful, okay. From what I understand, and it also doesn't last. Oh, so that what? was kind of her or the point of her doing it. She's like, it's not going to last that long. Whatever. Wait, but- hold on a sec, Jensen. You're the tattoo expert. I was just looking it up. Yeah. Why don't tattoos last on your palm? I think it's because the skin uh, heals quicker. The hair grows mm-hmm. over them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I live. <laughs> that's why Armenians don't get it. That um, skin regenerates it. Yeah, I think it regenerates. It's like um, a lot of people. The ink. Yeah, a lot of people do the inner lip as well. That's like a very popular right. tattoo, but that'll heal extremely fast. Also, Ariana Grande. Yes. Can I ask her. a question about that? Why? Why are they so much cooler if they're in a foreign language? Well, I haven't even told you what it was. Oh, sorry. Oh, go right, ahead. Right. So she was going to get a tattoo that spelled out the title of her new single, Seven Rings," in Japanese. I believe it's kanji character symbols. But instead, the ink that she actually got translates to shichirin, shichirin, which means a Japanese-style barbecue grill. Ariana Grande? <laughs> so she just loves barbecue. She loves tiny barbecue. By the way, so. I relate to that way more than seven rings. <laughs> I'm kind of in. So your question is, why even get a different language? Which is, all, I mean, the, everyone's fine. been doing since yes. the beginning of time, it seems like. If, it, if it's Japanese or something, it's I, so much better. I wonder if the point is so it, there's more engagement on it, like people see it, and no, instead think, of seeing a heart, you ask what it's about. Like, what is that? What does it mean? I think people find it to be, a, a, like, an attractive design. And also, mm-hmm. like, if you're trying to be, like thoughtful and like a you know motivational speaker like seeing like courage in a very sort of 
elegant. You know what I mean? But it's not in in English. If it was no, in a but they want it to language. seem bigger and more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like more effective. So right. they have it in a different language. Mm. Mm. Different than just writing "courage" across your back. But haven't or there Japanese be- barbecue? Yeah. Haven't there been a lot of stories over the years of this exact same problem? Being the tattoo artist isn't familiar enough with the characters in the language, or they're mm-hmm. messing with them to make it to make it right. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like Jensen said, they're just like screw this. Person. Oh yeah, totally. I'll yeah. I'll give you love. Yeah. <laughs> well, Are you yeah. a Cracker on your back. Posted a picture of it, and fans quickly pointed out, "Hey, that actually means a tiny barbecue. What are you doing?" And she said she was aware of the misspelling, and that she left a couple of the characters out because it was too painful. Which there's no way you would tweet that, no, knowing that you left out. So she said it hurt like f. Still looks tight. Yeah. I would have lasted. I wouldn't have lasted one more symbol. But this spot also peels a ton and won't last. So if I miss it enough, I'll suffer through the whole thing next time. Dumbass. She also added, "Huge fan of tiny barbecue grills." <laughs> um, but it, it, there's no way she knew. It I think was she. Wrong. I think I, she did get it fixed. Now, no. I would guess not. I heard she got it fixed too, but I don't know. Huh. Do you, do, you, do you believe that she had just left no. a couple out? Because no, it I hurt don't. too no, much and she's I like, don't. whatever. No. Nope. You don't no. ever intentionally put something, tattoo something incorrect. And also, mm-hmm. if we've learned anything from Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson's whirlwind romance, it's she's not very impulsive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. You guys, uh, big Batman news yesterday. You hear about it? I did. I was uh, surprised a little bit. Uh, Mark your calendars, because Warner Brothers' next rendition of Batman is due out June 25th, 2021. I'm I'm sorry? June 25th, 2021. 2021. Tentatively titled The Batman. But here's why it was such big news yesterday. I'm in. Because then Ben Affleck tweeted Deadline's report that evening that the new movie is going to be coming out and said he's excited for the Batman and to see director Matt Reeves' vision come to life. Okay. He's no longer going to be Batman because Matt Reeves' vision is a young Batman. Oh. So, Ben Affleck hanging up the cape and the cowl, guys. He did not have much of a uh, great run. run. Yeah. Did not have an impact. I'm alright with that. Um, too early to speculate. On who the new Batman will be? A search is underway. I feel like I'm Batman. Oh, Oh, there you go. Mugs. Mugs would be great. All right. I think Uh, it'd be wonderful. Matt Reeves, who's making the Batman, uh, made a great remake called Let Me In. Awesome movie. All right. Oh, that was that uh, Swedish horror film that he remade? He remade it, and everyone was like, why would anyone remake that? Then he killed it. It was great. So I'm in. Yeah. All right. 2021. Unfortunately, I have something to do on the day it's coming out, but I'll probably see it on June 25th. uh, 2000. You said 2021. Yeah, Yeah. I have something that day, but I'll go the next weekend. Okay. Well, this just uh, again, Warner Brothers announced it, but uh, it's not even the the exact title yet. So maybe they'll change the date. Maybe. Maybe. Once they once they realize Jensen's not available, they're going to change it. Yeah, I'll send them an email. Okay. Hey, some birthdays for you guys. We've got Marcus Mumford from Mumford & Sons, Bobby Moynihan, Mini Driver, Carrie Washington, Portia de Rossi, Justin Timberlake, and Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Do you know what his real name is, Bean? Harold Wayne. 
How do honestly, you know his real honestly. name? Honestly. <laughs> Who speed, are you? The speed in which he answered. <laughs> You're amazing. He was, they, they were playing in Vegas one time, and I was drunk, and we were like, yeah, let's go see Casey in the Sunshine Band. And it was, I don't know, not that long ago, maybe 10 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was, again, super fat, but oh, he had boy. a mesh shirt on. A oh, mesh shirt. So you could literally see through the mesh. His belly was sticking through the shirt, like uh. through the little pieces of yes. mesh. Do you think they play? Oh. In, do you think they play in Vegas because of the buffets? <laughs> Probably. Yes. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Maybe that's the way you like. That's it. what's happening. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K R O Q Q. There was something great on TV last night. We all have it DVR'd back home, but haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Jensen, yeah, you're Mister Drop the Mic. Yes, last night was a very special episode. It was, and here's the thing. I I created this show alongside James Corden and Ben Winston uh, to get onto the Turner Network. And I'm going to admit, not every battle is dope. Right. You know what I mean? That's what the kids say. Sure. Not every battle is killer. But then when you get one that is so funny and so cool, it's like it's the best feeling. And last night we had the Muppets battle each other. All right. How do you get the – how do you pitch the Muppets? Uh, well, I had always said – because this shows you that I, I don't think ahead a lot. I was like, I don't know if I ever want to have, like, fictitious characters on the show rap battling. Like, I don't know if I want Muppets or, you know, South Park characters animated. Like, those were things I just didn't really want to do. Right. And then TB, uh, TBS, Michael Bloom, uh, uh, one of our executives, said, what if we got the Muppets? And immediately my reaction was like, oh, no, it's 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 going to happen. It's happening. It's going to look so corny. And then I thought about it and was like, I'm such a Muppet fan. They understand it. Let's see if they get it. And I sort of created this concept of them battling each other okay worked with the muppet company in our incredible writers room to come up with sort of a full story where kermit is too polite to battle (laughs) so it ends up being kermit the frog and pepe the little shrimp uh and they're battling miss piggy and beaker this sounds like the best thing i've ever heard can i tell you the coolest part about it too yeah when you book the muppets they send you a list and on that list are all the muppets in different like uh, an Excel spreadsheet with all the Muppets in different rows. Okay. And then at the top is a name. So like those are the people that do the voice and control that Muppet. So they can't be in the same shot together. Oh, sure. So I had to pick the battle based on picking four different actors. Wait, the Muppets aren't real? Oh, no. I don't know what he's even saying. I don't either. I don't don't understand what he's saying either. What do you mean puppeteer? I don't know. All right, so what do you have from the show last night? So basically, we team them up. They go in teams. This is Kermit the Frog. This is the first clip. (laughs) This, and again, as you know, my voice very close to Kermit's, so you're going to have to figure out who is who. The first clip, Kermit the Frog trying his hardest to battle, but he is just too nice. All right, Joshua, uh, could you please uh, extend to me a kind and friendly uh, beat of some sort? (laughs) I'm excited to be here competing in Rye. Now let's all play fair and try to have a good time. So the beaker, hello, and Miss Piggy, what's up? If I had Pepe's arms, I'd give you four thumbs up. And also, Miss Piggy, working with you is rough, because you're so talented, you show the rest of us up. Well, that's my first verse. Was it worth the wait? I'll be listening over here. I'm sure you'll both be great. Why are you saying nice things? Everybody is very concerned that he doesn't understand the concept of the game. Nobody better break Kermit's heart, by the way. I'm getting really emotional. You are. Unfortunately, Miss Piggy was up next. Um, Joshua. Yes. Let's show him how it's done. All right. (laughs) Kermit, what was 
was that? You even trying to compete? We're on Drop the Mic, not Sesame Street. You used to be a star. It was easy being green. But now you're just a tea sip and glorified meme. And maybe it looks hot, so I know we're gonna win. You're a shrimp for heaven's sake. You should have thicker skin. And when I serve you, it won't be breakfast with eggs. My menu has just one item, shrimp and frog legs. Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy, no, up. she didn't. She got oh. bars. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, Hot, Hot Lana has done a lot to oh. Bean. Yes, it has. Uh, and so basically, we have Pepe the Frog, who or Pepe the Shrimp, who, in my opinion, the guy who does that character is one of the m- most genius comedians I've ever worked with. Is that right? Really? So much of it was off the cuff, in between the battles. All those things are so hilarious. But this is him rapping. Joshua, yes. por favor. <laughs> be up here. Was there a safety report? I'm really not sure how much weight the stage can support. You think you're so great, but you're clearly mistaken. You may be the pig, but we bring home the bacon. Beaker, that's just a fancy name for a cop. A lab explosion's the only way you ever blow up. I won't look through this pork chop in our evening attire, or a number two pencil who looks like his eraser's on fire. Mr. <laughs> just going... He, uh, you, he, he then you, hit his head under into his into his lab coat. Do you, do you guys uh, coach the audience, or is that their actual no, reaction when the lines come that's out? That's their actual reaction. Because the whole audience is like, oh! Yeah. Do you, I'm doing it in <laughs> here of, silently. For the record, out of everything I've ever done in my career writing, the first time the audience hears the disses is like the best feeling I've ever had. That's a rush. Oh, wow. It's so cool. We did it originally with Anne Hathaway. We've done it with I Helen, Helen Mirren. And those feelings, like when people are like, they went there. Like, obviously, with the Muppets, we can't like make fun of their divorce. Uh, but we did, we did with Halle Berry, uh, and so like those emotions are so cool. And then when you get someone that's kind of a difficult, uh, a difficult place to go, you get someone like Beaker, and this mm-hmm. is this is what we had to do. So now I'm gonna pass it to my homie here, Beaker. <laughs> and then they cut, and then when he stops doing it, they're like, "I am so sorry for that language." <laughs> uh, and it's so cute and so funny. And the Muppets are—I mean, it's weird because we found out no kids know who the Muppets are. Right? Like it's—it's it's a sad day. Really? Yeah. Like they don't know whatever Gen Z is or whatever they call it. Like no one knows who the Muppets are, and they're oh. still at the top of their game. Mm. They're so funny. I convinced Muppets. TBS to, uh, and TNT to put out the the full battle. So we're going to put it out from at Kevin and Bean on Twitter very early. We're in this game. I think it's going to go viral today because it's so funny. So just go to at Kevin and Bean. We put up the link and then it airs again tonight uh, at 10 p.m. on TBS. But it's it's so cute. And they're this the best. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's the world-famous K-Rock. It is the Kevin and Bean Show live from Atlanta. Hotlanta is Atlanta. what you meant to say. I'm bringing it back, as Hot you know. Hotlanta. Th- thank you, Pizza This is one of the big thrills of the whole trip. Look who's in this studio with us. Hit it, Steve. Because he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. Yes, he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. R.J. Bell is the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. He is also the host of R.J. Bell's Dream Preview Podcast on iTunes and the Straight Out of Vegas with R.J. Bell 
National Sports Betting Show. And what a thrill to run into you in Atlanta, RJ. How are you, my friend? Well, listen, a lot of people might say two Radio Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. same room. Right. <laughs> I'd be intimidated. No one's mm-hmm. saying that. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> wanting you guys to know. All right. Now, uh, you uh, you know, you deal with the odds and with the gambling and with uh, all the different sports all year long. But would you say that this week is the Super Bowl week for you? It, it's like the Super Bowl okay. of sports betting. Yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> but I'll tell you, for a long time, guys, I used to always tell people, it's only one game. Don't bet too much. It's only one game. But in truth, now that there's so many props, hundreds and hundreds of them, our favorite NFL guy, Steve Fezzik's his name, he's betting about 30 prop bets this week. 30? 30, oh 30 wow. individual bets, and he makes a living from it. So don't try that at home, but, boy, it is an opportunity. RJ, why do people bet on a coin toss? I've never understood that before because the odds are literally 50-50. What's the point? You might think that, but let me give you a theory. Okay. I moved to Vegas in 1998. The Stardust was a big deal, which was, remember, in Casino, that was the really the true place that De Niro was running was the Stardust. Okay. Right? And there was a guy there who was crazy. I was, you know, a young guy in 98. This dude was crazy, but he was a genius, borderline genius. He said on the coins they used for the Super Bowl, the head side is heavier because it's a commemorative what? coin. Now, follow that. Think about that. Oh, yeah. It's a mound up. Exactly. Yes. Now, what's the physics of it? Is the heavy side's going to go down? Yes. Thus, he believed that tails was slightly better in 50-50. <gasps> and, oh, by the way, historically, there's been more tails than heads in the Super Bowl. We have learned something here today. Right? That is amazing. You asked a question knowing the answer, and you were wrong. And I was wrong. <laughs> All right. What about RJ, especially when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, which is about three out of every four years, do you find people across the country betting on love for the team, or in most states, I hate that team. I'm so sick of that team. I don't want them to win again. It's a lot like Kevin and Bean. People either love you or hate you, but either way, they're listening, right? Yeah. And and to me, that's how the Pats are, where a lot of love, because it's not just the local love, but it's also appreciation of greatness, because it's really hard to say. I'm a Steelers fan. Right. But think about this. Since 2000, the Steelers have been in three Super Bowls. No other team has been in more than three, but the Patriots, they've been in nine. They're triple as good in that metric. A lot of sports fans like to say so-and-so sucks. The Patriots do not suck. They're oh, awesome. Oh, I yeah. would like to bet on them to lose. <laughs> By the way, the uh, Seahawks have been in three Super Bowls since 2000 also. Exactly. Just so, one. Yeah. Steelers, Seahawks. What happened? I forget the last one. What happened to the uh, last one? You know one? what? We don't need what to talk happened? about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, By the way, that Seahawks-Steelers Super Bowl, very well officiated. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people say. That's what people's memory is of that game. All right. We don't care. I mean, obviously, we care greatly who wins because we're here because we're supporting the Los Angeles Rams. Let's talk about the outcome of the game first, and then let's really have some fun and get into the prop bets. All right. So the line opened up right after the championship games at Pick'em. So it was pretty much pick either team. It's been Pat's money, pretty heavy, about 70% Patriots money, and the line is up to two and a half. Now, remember, three, we say it almost every week, is the most key number. Right. So here's some great advice if you're betting. If you like the Pats, bet it now because you're risking too much. It might go to three. Oh. If you like the Rams, wait. Is that right? And grab the first three you see. I think there's going to be threes out there. Okay. All right. That's very interesting. Um, What do you hear about Todd Gurley, by the way? Because that's going to influence a lot of people's decision on how effective the Rams can be this weekend. i got to be honest. I think it's the biggest non—we're here at Radio Row. I've been here all week. 
and people aren't talking about it near as much. I don't understand that. I don't either. He barely played last One game. One of the five most valuable non-quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. He's paid like that, and he played four carries. It's like LeBron James in the seventh game of a conference final playing eight minutes. It really is. It would be the whole discussion. So what was the reason? Do we know? I don't know. Now, what people speculate is he he still is and was Mm -hmm. injured. That's the only thing I can guess. He wasn't on the injury report. Right, but maybe they didn't want to. They play games with that sometimes. Here's the thing. If they do that, and I'm going to make a prediction next three years, there's going to be a class action lawsuit. Let's say you're lying. It's like the SEC with stocks, right? A CEO can't lie about his company, Enron, et cetera. Now that there's hundreds of millions being bet on these games legally and billions illegally, if you mislead the yeah. marketplace, you're, right. cooking, you're cooking the books. Right. Isn't that actionable? There's that no way because people are saying, oh, no, Sean McVay sat to me, had those two, two, two drops. Sean McVay, as great of a coach as he is, is no Belichick. Belichick would do something that BS and sit somebody that was not not injured. Right. Sean, he's injured. Todd Gurley is injured. Well, that's my fear. There's no way he's not. So, so how injured? I mean, we don't even know that he's injured. He's We're injured. guessing that that's the reason he yeah. only played and so little. And the guess little. itself is saying the NFL and the teams are lying yeah. when yes. they promise not to. I think yes. you're right. I think you're right. All right. All right. So where do we think? Do we have any idea where we are now with him, with Todd Gurley? Well, not saying anything. Here's the way to objectively measure. Okay. Is the average over-under for rush yards for Gurley this season was 98 yards. Okay. The Super Bowl average or the over-under this game is 65. Okay. So the market is saying discount him 35% or so. Huh. If you're just joining us, R.J. Bell from pregame.com in Las Vegas talking about the Super Bowl this weekend. Let's get into some of my favorite prop bets. I laughed out loud when I saw what color Gatorade will be poured on the coach only because I can't imagine anyone daring to pour Gatorade on Bill Belichick. If he <laughs> if he wins, who is going to want that withering stare for the rest of his life? Someone who's retiring, perhaps. Now, that could be, yeah. yes. Now, right now, the favorite is clear or water, right? Mm-hmm. You can bet that plus 220. Orange is plus 400. We went further. We researched it. Okay. In the five Patriot Super Bowl victories, three times there was no Gatorade. None. Once it was clear, once it was blue. Only at pregame.com will you get that kind of research. <laughs> um, how about Kevin's favorite wager that he has really turned into an event at his home Super Bowl watching party? And that is, how long will it take to sing the national anthem? Now, we do have soul legend Gladys Knight up there, who is certainly somebody who brings some gospel. A lot of times that will elongate at a performance. What do you think about Gladys this year? You know, it's so funny. You'll hear so many theories. It's like, it's going to be cold, so he or she will want to get off the stage quicker. Or... They, they love to ham it up during the great moments. Right, and that's where you bet it's, the over. Right. It's all kind of debates. What people do is they go find every version of the singer, Knight in this case, singing the National Anthem on YouTube, and they'll time it and have like a list of all the different times. So far, the money has been on the over. It's a minute 47 okay. is the over-under, and the betting has been over. I think over. Don't you forget? I would think so, too, because I think she would realize this is the spotlight. Right. And I'm going to milk it a li- at least a little. Let people know I'm still here and She's I'm still She's not going to rush through it. And what's fascinating is that last note when they hold oh, that yeah. note, mm-hmm. and now the timer's on it, and sometimes there's a dispute that it go over-under by when you stop it based on oh, the last right. note trailing off. Well, in our house, it's all yelling, hold it, hold it, hold it, don't stop. 
All right, last question, RJ, and that is the Super Bowl MVP, the game's just ended, gets his mic in the face and says what? Thanks whom first? Oh, wow. Uh, we we got to end with this one. God is the favorite, mm-hmm. plus 200 or so. <laughs> God is the favorite. Other, um... This is your job, RJ. <laughs> this is what you do for a living. God is the favorite. Yeah, once a year, it's my job. <laughs> All right. Now, what I would say is this. Tom Brady is the clear favorite sure. mm-hmm. to win the MVP. So if you like, if you think Brady's going to win, if go the back. the Patriots win. If, yeah, exactly. Okay. If you think the Pats are going to win, Brady probably yeah, I is going to win. He's team God, right? No. 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 He's going to say TB12. Yep. Oh. TB12.com. No, yeah, he's all about himself. <laughs> he'll thank the coach and his play and his teammates is who he'll thank first, yeah, right? Yeah, that's probably true, and, and, and that's one of the options. And to me, I don't like – to me, Vegas is sometimes stuffy. These are usually the online books, and I think sometimes Vegas is too stuffy. This is the case, though. There's so much subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Like, did he really mention that first? That I don't love these props, but usually they're like for 50 bucks, so it's the stakes are low. Okay, and all of those prop bets are up at pregame.com? Uh, we have lists of them, but you can't bet them there. We don't take any bets. Of course. But there's various sites, and, and obviously check your legalization in various states. All right, <laughs> pregame.com on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. The Dream Preview Podcast is available on iTunes. They do college and NFL episodes every week. And straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell, this is the first... First time you brought your Fox Sports Radio show to the Super Bowl, right? Yes, it's been fun. And on on my Twitter, I've been sending out pictures and all that. I hear you guys are going to be down there doing a high-powered interview. So I might be hanging out trying to get autographs from you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no autographs. You saw the signs all over Radio Row. RJ, great to see you. Thanks for stopping by, my friend. My pleasure. That is some high-quality entertainment right there. <laughs> hey, um, it's so awesome that we are playing uh, the uh, Fight for Your Right to Party right there. Yeah. A, because Dr. Drew is on the phone, and he is the only one of us who has been working at K-Rock since that song was brand new. Wow. He's <laughs> been here a long time. And uh, B, because he's trying to take all the party out of Super Bowl Sunday. Dr. Drew is trying to poop all over America's favorite holiday by saying, oh, watch what you eat. Oh, don't bet on the game. Am I right, Doc? Um, t- two things. Two things. A, uh, I've been at K-Rock since uh, 15 years before that song. Maybe 20 years before that song was uh, on K-Rock. Wow. So, so uh, let's let's remember that. Okay. Well, when the Beastie Boys were born, out. you were already working here. I got gotcha. you. That's exactly right. And so that's about right. And uh, so thank you for making me feel good that way. And then secondly, mm-hmm. thank you for making me feel good about being the uh, the wet blanket dude, the no party guy, which I am not. I told you. Well, you are. Time. My understanding from your appearance on TV this morning is you were telling every people to ju- everybody to just pretty much take Super Bowl Sunday off and don't do anything that might make it an enjoyable day. I was suggesting that maybe people should take a beat and think about their tribalism and aggression. I mean, think how many fights break out just because you come from a city where a team that you've decided is yours, you own it, is competing in a important game. I think, look, well, one hand. Please, everybody, indulge it. It's so fun. Lose yourself in it. But don't lose yourself to the point where after you've tilted a few, which is rocket fuel for our aggressions, that you start yelling at somebody next to you or mistreating your family, which happens a lot on Super Bowl Sunday. 
I get this. So Dr. Drew is talking to everybody that's not Bean. Because Bean is not that guy, and he doesn't have hey, people over. First of all, I am a no-limit warrior. You know that. Don't, don't try I to like put the brakes on is, my party train, Doc. Bean is actually confused by the story. It's like, huh? He is, yes. What? He is. That happens? What? Drew, to your point, do instances of domestic violence go up on Super Bowl Sunday? A, a, a lot of things go up that way. I, I don't know. I couldn't find a day of domestic violence per se, but lots of fighting and aggression and untoward effects of alcohol, really. And then you add on to that, we're gambling. And you guys, give me an estimate of how much money you think is going to be gambled on Sunday. Just oh, approximately. $400. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no. the whole country, per right? Person. Whole country. Per person. Yeah. Oh. Per no, person, you whole say? Country sucks, whole country. Whole country. Okay. Uh, $400 billion. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to say $40 million. No, $1. <laughs> Did I get it? What is it? Drew hung up. Did he hang him. up? He's we just lost it. him. Just lost <laughs> him. <laughs> we just lose it. What a tease. You, you know, said $400 billion. He's like, forget these people. I mean, <laughs> Vegas, Vegas alone took in $150 million last year. Wow. Okay. Just a lot. Right. He'll, he'll be back on the line here. He'll, he'll tell us. Sounds like uh, he was going to put well, I don't know what, I don't know what bet on the game too. I don't know what okay. Think, there he is. All right, what was it? What was the reveal? What was the number? I, I, I thank Allie for crapping on my point, but it was it's six billion, six billion, six billion okay. dollars. Okay, now what's your wow. problem with that? Why shouldn't we do that? I, I have no problem with that. Uh, most of it, a lot of it, is being done in overseas accounts. About one point eight million Americans are using bookies. Uh, okay, good times. But we don't talk. It's another chance just to take a beat and go, hmm, do I have a problem or is this just something I do once a year? Gambling addiction is a serious thing, I got to tell you. And people that have that problem, they're active on Super Bowl Sunday. So just Yeah, a, and it's also a, a serious thing to, for Kevin to put money down on how long the national anthem is going to be. Let the boy have his fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think Dr. Drew's talking waiting. about me either. <laughs> But I would I would suggest that somebody who's betting on the length of the national anthem probably has about fifteen other bets down. So oh. maybe forty five, fifty. Doctor Drew, is, is this there. where is this where you tell us to stay away from chicken wings and mac and cheese too while we're watching the game? No, I well yes, but no, and, and uh, just a good example. But you put put a put a, a sort of perspective on the six billion dollars. We spend presidential campaigners spend about six billion dollars to run for president, and the country spends about seven billion dollars a year on potato chips. So it's essentially our potato chip budget we're gambling away on Super Bowl Sunday. But, so okay, don't gamble time. on Super Bowl Sunday if you want to eat chips the rest of the year. That's your advice. Yes, that that's my advice. <laughs> yes, All right, you, you've distilled it down to one little aphorism, <laughs> and that's it. Well, Doc, you you, Dr. Drew, Atlanta, Dr. Drew hates us today. Atlanta, he does. No, no. Atlanta's so great. You guys have such a good time. I'm, I'm jealous. That's what it is. Oh, Do you have uh, anything you want to uh, poop on, like birthdays or <laughs> Christmas or anything? Anniversaries? You know, uh, I, could, I could think of something bad to say about all of you. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, seriously. Then I, then I wonder why people go negative on me. I just don't understand. The guy is a narc, but if you want to follow him, you can go to his website <laughs> at drdrew.com. Check out all of his great podcasts. And by the way, on a serious note, congratulations. Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla just celebrated the anniversary of their 1,000th podcast together wow oh, wow oh my god that's a run right there and people still ask well, him when are you and adam gonna do something together it's exactly right it drives us insane we've got a thousand podcasts together <laughs> and we're doing five days a week oh my god you could all 
You can also hear the doctor on uh, 790 KABC, noon till 3. And uh, don't forget, download the Heal app in the App Store or Google Play to see a doctor now in the comfort of your home. Doc, have a great Super Bowl Sunday yourself. Go Rams. Thanks, Thank guys. you for coming on. We'll talk to you next week. You bet. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie, I'm not going to let you wave us off. What were you just... What was that? What was that? Were you waving your hands around? I was like, how are we playing this song again? That's Nirvana, not Radiohead. Good night, everyone. It's been a day. It has been a day. Well, here's the thing about those two songs. They don't sound anything Anything, alike. Anything. (laughs) No, that's why I was like, holy crap, I'm I'm losing it. You are losing it. Completely. No question. You know, we had this exact conversation with you about 20 minutes ago, right? About me losing it. No, no, about this exact same thing about the song. You You guys remember? You guys, a few minutes... Oh, my God. She really is gone. A few minutes ago, Allie actually said these words off the air to Bean, who had two Diet Cokes by him. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, did you buy two Diet Cokes, or was that me? <laughs> that was her question. <laughs> I was like, what's happening with Allie's you? Allie's gone bye-bye. Yeah, she definitely yeah. has. All right, we'll Ooh. leave her behind when we come home. <laughs> um, time for our final look at uh, what's happening here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Well, I know that this interests you, Bean, because oh. it's right up your alley. Old people? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Peter Jackson's latest project is a documentary surrounding the creation of the Beatles' last album, Let It Be. Yeah! I am, my nipples are so erect. Oh, yes, man. I knew they would be. Oh, yeah. No, this God. is the whole, nope. this is the holy no, grail oh of found God. footage. Yeah. It's no, unbelievable sir. that this exists and that this is going to be yes. shaped into a documentary. The, the last word I remember is nipples. That's all I, <laughs> oh, I remember I'm erect. Oh. <laughs> the film will be based on over 55 hours. Don't edit it. Put it all in. Of previously unreleased footage of John, Paul, George, and Ringo Release in the studio. All. In January of 1969. But nice. wait, didn't you didn't you say that this is when they were fighting? Yes. They're Who wants to watch? Why would you want to watch that about a, a band you love? Oh, I love World Star Hip Hop. Give me a break. <laughs> because if footage, a band you love, if footage, if footage existed of Rage Against the Machine screaming at each other and breaking up, you would want to see it. I don't. They're your favorite band of all time. You would want to be the fly the way, on the wall and see that happen. We've already done this. That documentary for Metallica is incredible. Some kind of monster yeah, where they, they go stay into, together. Barely. But they are still together. No, and they seem fine. They seem like, uh, look, footage from the Beatles in the studio creating those songs that are so famous. Seeing Let It Be being built and born and the 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 turmoil between the members of the group to try to get songs. Be, like, Why don't you let it be? Why don't you let it be? That's the whole thing? I think no. it's going to be fascinating, and I think Peter Jackson, we all have a great Ooh. deal of respect for him as a director. I think he will do a, a masterful job of it. I'm, I'm psyched. The only thing I didn't hear is is how long are we going to have to wait for this? Well, here here's the thing. Oh, no release date yet. Okay. But here's the thing, Kevin, that I think might interest you. Okay. Peter Jackson hopes that the movie will help detach the Let It Be album and the movie from the turbulence that was surrounding the band at the time. So you're going to see this with completely fresh eyes. You're Mm -hmm. not going to be thinking, this is what broke them up. You're seeing 55 hours of unreleased footage coupled with 140 hours of audio. This is the first of its kind. Like, this is absolutely insane. Now, there was, uh, so that people don't start uh, emailing, of course, there was the Let It Be documentary mm-hmm. that had that escaped er- early, you know, uh, 25 years ago, 30 yeah. years ago, something like that, and was quickly pulled off the market. It has been out of print forever. Yeah. And it is thought that the Beatles themselves are the ones who didn't want it out there. Right. So, clearly, they've had a change of heart or are starting to run out of that fab four. Or, or mostly two dead. of them are like, hey, I'm not even alive. <laughs> yeah, but the widows are the ones who are speaking. <laughs> 
asking for the two that are gone. So they obviously, obviously, Olivia Harrison and, and Yoko Ono signed off on this. But I am just, I'm fascinated by yeah. this. And by the way, I'm fascinated partly because it's the Beatles who are phenomenal. But I would want to watch this on any band. I would want to watch a right. documentary on Deer Hunter making a record and having fights. You know uh, what I mean? Slow down. Do you know, <laughs> I bet you Yoko Ono's signature to sign off on this. I bet you it's like wingdings. Like the, te- you know, the font. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like a bunch of symbols. It's like a moon and a cat. And they're like, oh, is that your signature? Yes. Did you sign that? Yes, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> Those are whiskers. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bjork is involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bjork. Bjork and Yoko Ono signed together Pretty as part the of the person. performance. Well, I'm excited about it. I am too. I'm excited for you, Bean. Thank you. I mean, not as much as yeah, right, right. your thing. Right. What? Mm-hmm. James Gunn is returning to the director's chair. You know that, of course, he was fired from doing the third installment of Guardians of the Galaxy wrongly. franchise. Wrongly and unfairly. Many people think wrongly. Other people think, hey, bad tweets. But here's the thing. He's in negotiations to helm... The second Suicide Squad film. The second Suicide Squad film. <laughs> All right. Nothing I mean, from... Okay. I mean, well, the first one was Stinksville. Not great, but... But he'll make the second one good. It's not unexpected because he's writing the script for the sequel. All right. Okay. So Warner Brothers also has slotted that for an August 2021 release. 2021. Kevin, you would have seen Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um... Very polarizing opinions on Jared Leto's The Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Um, I heard a lot of people talking badly about it before I saw it. Mm-hmm. So you go in going, is Jared Leto that bad? And he's not really if you sort of go into it with that mindset. Mm-hmm. If you go into it thinking this is one of our greatest actors and he's going to be fantastic, it's it would be terrible. Mm. It's so like it all it, depends on what you. But it's like they like found his wardrobe at Hot Topic. You know what I mean? Like, it it's is not like yeah. a real Joker. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's it's like Mountain Dew presents the Joker. It's thin, <laughs> and it's almost an impossible role. Once Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger have yeah. done two of the mm-hmm. great screen performances of all time with that character. I mean, I give him credit for just swinging for the fences. Right. I do give him credit for that. It may not have he may not have made contact, but he swung for the fences. People love the Mark Hamill animated Joker as well. Yeah, they so sure do. There's a lot of good people. People doing the Joker, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just think that was, you know, it was warped tour Joker. But I, everybody just coming loved, up with more references. Everybody loved Harley Quinn, though. That was the yes. breakout yes. star of that movie. So yeah. I'm sure she'll have a big role in the next one. Well, she has a standalone as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Is it Birds of Prey? Yeah, that sounds right. That's it. <laughs> what? With Rosie Perez playing a superhero. I swear. Okay. Yeah, oh, no, no, that's not a joke. Oh, no. I'm here to save the day. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't even do it. It's basically Cardi B. It's the same impression. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, bitch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, lady. Uh, Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine has agreed to a sit-down exclusive on-air, on-screen interview with Kevin no, Frazier. Yep. With Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. Because uh, here's the thing. They didn't have an interview like they usually do with the band that does the halftime performance at the Super Bowl. Right. They canceled it, which is strange because it's tradition. You have that band up there. People ask some questions, but a lot of people thought, eh, the NFL's protecting themselves. They don't want Maroon 5 up there answering questions like, did you feel like maybe you should boycott because of Colin Kaepernick? Like that whole thing. They didn't want it. Right. So what did the NFL do? They said, hey, CBS, why don't you take this freebie from us? Boop, boop. There's put a hard hitting 60 minutes reporter on it, though, right? Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. Oh, the nicest mm. guy in show business. Yeah. Got the it. The interview will be featured He's on. He's in the Softball Hall of Fame with his questions. <laughs> but he'll have that music going on. Yeah, yeah, he will. <laughs> on CBS this morning 
tomorrow. And of course, CBS is airing the Super Bowl. Do you think they'll even bring up, hey, no. a lot of people turn this uh, job down. Yes. Why did you decide to take it? I do you believe, think they'll make it? yes. Okay. But it's all scripted. It's all going to be set up. The NFL yeah, I assume the NFL yes. created the question and mm-hmm. gave Maroon 5 the answer. Right. Yeah. And I think that Kevin Frazier, being an African-American man, doing the interview. That was not he, a, an accident. That was not an accident at all. But a source confirmed to Variety that no questions will be off limits. Sure. Probably heavily written, and it will be heavily yeah, He's going to look like a real 60 Minutes reporter. Sure. I already <laughs> made that joke. I'm just way. saying. Okay. I'm saying it again. I'm giving you credit like twice. But it was like two minutes. I feel well, like listen, I'm giving it to you like twice. a real like, uh, 60 Minutes. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's Thank right. you. That was good. <laughs> what? Hmm? Call now. Nice. <laughs> I say we uh, we hit the town, right? You want to like go hit the town? Um, Paint sure. it red? Sure. What is sure. Atlanta, right? We've <laughs> lost Allie, by the you way. having a panic attack? I don't know what's happening, but... <laughs> Why am I sweating? She's probably blind right now. <laughs> Do you smell toast? <laughs> Do you guys taste nickels? <laughs> Ooh, happy birthday, Justin Timberlake, Portia de Rossi, Kerry Washington, Minnie Driver, Bobby Moynihan, Marcus Mumford, Paul Shear, and... The lead singer of Casey and the Sunshine Band, Casey. Oh, I believe Beer Mug had the chance to interview the great Casey and the Sunshine Band. All right. Here at the Grammy Roundtable with Ronnie and Cool of none other than Cool and the Gang. Uh-oh. <laughs> How are you gentlemen doing? Wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. Don't now, do it, Mugs. Don't do it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, you're oh, wrong. We will. But one of your biggest hits yes. goes a little something like this. Uh-huh. Do a little dance. Nope. Mm-mm. Make a little love. That's no. not their song. Hey, down tonight? Mm. No. 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 <laughs> no. Was it one of ours at all? Swing we have 40 other songs you could have known, but <laughs> that's not ours. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Al. If you missed any part of today's show, you can get the entire uh, podcast at uh, kevinandbean.com. Sorry, krock.com or radio.com. Um, tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean show, we have Herschel Walker. We have LaDainian Tomlinson. Whoa, go Chargers. How about go that? Go Kevin for two names correct. We have the guy that got the Rams tattoo <laughs> that says that they already won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can't decide whether he's a baller or a moron yet. I think mm. it's somewhere in between. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk to him tomorrow morning as well. Um, and we're going to give away another 65-inch TCL TV. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> TCL America's fastest growing TD brand. We will see you tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.